Julie girl. Julie, Julie, Julie girl. Hey, Julie girl. <laughs> Julie girl. Welcome to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. Julie Girl is a weekly podcast presented with an unfiltered foray into all things Big Brother. This podcast was intentionally created from an alternative POV. Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the community's creative content feels skewed, and we wanted a place where we could be as real as possible and talk about what's really going on in these BB streets. You can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And if you feel drawn to like, comment, subscribe, or share episodes, we'd highly appreciate that as well. And if you have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear or, you know, thoughts, comments, anything you just want to share with us, feel free to let us know by sliding into our DMs on Twitter at at JulieGirlPod or by sending us an email to JulieGirlPod at gmail.com. Hello, Zachary. How are you, Mr. Sir? Hi, Mr. Sir. <laughs> Mr. Sir. How are you doing? How's it going? Um, my pronouns are he, him. Shut up. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. Um, it's just been a day. It's been, <laughs> why here. has it been a day? I'm here and I am as in it as I can possibly be and into anything at the moment. <laughs> Ciao. Who are you telling? How has your day been, Zachary? My day has been a lot um but i'm here and i'm gonna give you as much as i possibly can how's your day been <sighs> it's been a lot as well and i'm also going to give as much as i can i you know i one of my main things about this podcast was to be consistent and i did want to apologize for not being as consistent this season but things have just been so crazy for the past few months and honestly it's not that big of a deal I'm happy that we've, we've been able to figure it out and get it done when we can, but it's just been, there's been a lot going on between moving and just like, it's just been a lot. So my, today was not bad though. I, I did cut the grass today, which I don't usually do. I'm not an outside oriented young man and yeah. I don't like the heat and I don't like the bugs and I don't like humidity and I don't, well, I do love grass, like, but in theory, like grass in theory <laughs> we, is really wonderful, but grass in reality is like itchy and <laughs> so like but it was actually fun i listened to the entirety of the renaissance album as i was cutting the grass and uh -huh. i was just zooming around the yard on this like machine and it was yeah. actually really fun and well, so i, I saw your like, story and i was like i really hope he's not cutting right now because he is not going in a straight line <laughs> <laughs> no the blade but, was up the blade was I mean, up so i was just riding it you were listening to Justin Timberlake, so I was like, if he's listening to him, it probably looks a mess. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not listening to Justin Timberlake at the time. I just recorded it and then put the song over it because mm -hmm. I felt like a man of the woods. Mm -hmm. Man mm -hmm. of the backyard. <laughs> man of the lawn. Man you of know. the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should have named. That guy in the lawn. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're such a hater. Um... <laughs> But no, it's been a lot going on, and I, I don't know how this is sounding or anything. I am back in Tennessee for a short time, and 
So I'm recording in a strange way that I don't usually, I feel like every episode this season I have recorded somewhere different. Like usually I'm in a, <laughs> the same place every time, but it's literally been, been a different place every time I've recorded this season. It's so strange. Yeah. I mean, it's a strange season. So I think we're on brand. It's Honestly, fine. absolutely. It's because what it deserves. <laughs> it truly is. And we really just be doing our best. Um, it's it's just been a lot but i did get to see my best friend and her little boys yesterday and that mm -hmm. honestly made me so happy and those kids bring me so much joy and that is honestly like such a, a bright spot in my in my life at this moment um i well i am in tennessee because i had a family member pass away and that has been really difficult to navigate. And so yesterday was extremely emotional for me. I went to to a funeral and mm. just there was it was just a lot. So bear with us as we, you know, navigate this crazy experience called life that we, you know, we do our best. Um, but I'm happy. I'm always happy to sit down and talk to you, even if this podcast, because honestly, at this point, who I don't even really know what we're going to talk about today. Um, <laughs> I truly don't remember the last thing I watched. I mean, I watched everything except tonight's episode. We're recording on Wednesday, but I, I honestly can't remember much. So right, I watched tonight's episode, which I actually quite enjoyed, and was mm -hmm. pretty impressed with how the edit went. I won't say impressed, but I was I was satisfied with how the edit went. Um, but it's also weird because we usually release record so many days ago and release on yeah. Monday, and now it's going to be Thursday tomorrow. So it's um it's weird to try to talk about last week because we've already lived through basically a whole other week. So because yeah. technically we're supposed to talk about the split house and we, we oh. did talk about it. And so I, we can just do a quick overview of it. Well, first and okay. foremost, before we jump into Big Brother, um, we went to see Diana Ross last week. And that was really fun. <laughs> I was just like, we, we saw did. each other. We got to hang out. And I know. that was we so great. Into the world together. It's been right. forever. It has been forever, but it was so fun. And we had our little salads and our little wine. And then we went to that judo bug. Judo bug, shut up. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice bar. Stop, I needed that. I really needed that today. Judo bug. <laughs> Judobug, Judobug, Judobug. Don't what say it three times. Oh, yeah, let me not play with Damien. Judobug is like, what? It just shows up like, what do you want? <laughs> I feel like Judobugs would be cute, though. It doesn't sound scary. I don't no. like bugs, but a Judobug sounds kind of cute. It sounds fun. But I it sounds like, like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, it does. Judobug, mm -hmm. go. Um, yes. But yeah. Uh, it was fun. And... I like barely remember the Beetlejuice bar, but I think we had really. Fun you don't remember Chucky running around? You were cracking no, up. I was. I do remember Chucky, but I like we were there for a while, and I don't know why we, we were, were there, there that for long. a while. <laughs> I have no idea. We were there for quite a while, and I just know I was sitting there for a long time, just ruminating in the environment. But like it was, I don't, I don't know. It was a lot going on, but it was fun. Like yeah, I have, there was like this little Chucky running around, and I was very entertained by him. 
he was like terrifying because he was Literally the size terrifying. of like Chucky and just running around <laughs> this place. And I'm like, you know, it's like midnight, maybe one o'clock in the morning. We're or, in Hollywood. We're in Hollywood. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way this is an actual child in this. In this. So like it was or adult. It was just an experience. I'll tell you that. And then Beetlejuice was running around and then Leatherface was running around and yeah it was shannon thought of that bar that was fun it was so random it was the most random thing that we could have any most random bar we could have went to that night for sure i feel like it was like perfect though (laughs) i know it was so it was not crowded like we had like our own space outside i i mean from the pictures we took i looked like i was having a great time so you were You had an an absolutely fantastic time, um, yeah. but no, that was really fun, and I'm so happy that we actually got to hang out and live our life a little bit. Oh, um, boxes at the Hollywood Bowl. We were fancy as fuck. <laughs> we were. I was really enjoying it. Um, so, what else is going on with you? Anything else happened to you interesting this week that you can talk about? <laughs> <laughs> we we trying to take time. Um, no. <laughs> Not really. Nothing's nothing's gone on in my personal life this week. Um, yeah, no, not really. I found out today that my boyfriend is going to the Lady Gaga show without me um, and has pit tickets, but I wasn't invited. So that was a discussion we had today. So and how did that <laughs> discussion go? Um, you know, what I'm were your happy. feelings throughout? Did y'all talk about going? Well, it's one of his friends that like had a show. Um, it's his friend that got us the tickets for the Hollywood Bowl. Mm. Um, and it seems like whenever he invites Brian to a show, I magically don't get an invite. And mm. I don't really know this friend. And I'm not going to say it's intentional, but just knowing how ticket buys work. I find it very hard, especially for a pit where it's not assigned seating. I find it very general admission kind of and it's general admission. Yeah. I find it very strange that one ticket couldn't be added to it, especially when the ticket price is still like $200. So I, I have my suspicions, um, but I don't feel like I have a place to vocalize my suspicions and I, you know, I'm not going to say it's intentional, but this is the second time it's happened. And it makes me feel um, a little hurt because I think about all the stuff that I do to go out of my way to make sure that we can do it together, especially when um, our time is limited because we, you know, live in not different places, but far enough where we can't just drive to each other's house all the time so right you know it is what it is and I'll get over it but it definitely on top of like everything else that was happening today it was not the day that I needed to be given that information I wish it would have been withheld until tomorrow Mm. and I just kind of like hit my I just hit a breaking point and I feel kind of selfish yeah and you know I feel kind of selfish being upset because I'm happy you get to go to the show like that's amazing you know So I do feel bad that I felt so hurt by it, but at the same time, like, it just sucks to feel and for it to happen multiple times. Like it just, it, it just kind of hurts and it makes me question 
why I work as hard as I do to make sure everyone's happy when it doesn't always feel like it's reciprocated. Um, I totally relate to that. Um, but so, I think, you know, I do understand the selfish, the selfish aspect of it, especially because he just had us go to a show last week. So it's not like he isn't including you in things he's able to not saying that this isn't intentional. Um, mm -hmm. But I do understand something coming up that you would actually love to go to and it not right, it's like the biggest show of you. the summer, like, probably like the year and pit tickets like <laughs> I know Whatever. it's it's but, such a bummer and live music is like my thing and and I'm not I don't I don't I mean I don't know who <laughs> to put the blame on I'm not really putting it on Brian maybe it's it's more know. so I think I think you're just disappointed that you're not going like yeah at the courts like it's been brought to your attention that somebody very close to you is going and you would love to go but you're not included in that and so that's gonna hurt and I think whenever you do feel that hurt you try to figure out who to put that hurt on or, you know, you, pro you have to process through it. But at the end of the day, I think it's, I don't think it's um, intentional. I don't, because I think if it was intentional, this person would probably try to cut you out of everything in my brain. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, maybe we can find some tickets and go somehow. I, you know, I would be down. I just, you would be like, well, you know, you can go and get like pick tickets online and come with us. And I'm like, they're literally 900 to like $2,000. <laughs> so mm, I don't think that's going to happen, but. You don't need to go to Chromatica that bad. <laughs> oh, hell no. I And like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't even really care. It's just that like for the past couple of weeks, I thought I was going to be going. And so for it to just like. So because he. I was, yeah, I was told that like they were trying to get a ticket for me. Like mm. no tickets have been gotten or anything. You admit, Did so, you say that already? tonight on this episode i don't know if i did or not because that's I a was, huge part of the story <laughs> yeah no i was under the impression that like a ticket was going to be got for me if it could oh and that's okay. why i said like being in the music industry working in live you music know how knowing works. how ticket buys work i don't think it would have been a, impossible for an extra ticket to be added and that's why i'm like is it intentional or is it not okay. intentional Especially when you're still, if it was like giving out free tickets, for sure. But Brian said that he was still paying for it. So Ooh. I'm like, okay, so it was a ticket buy. So they're still making 200 bucks. There's no reason why they wouldn't sell one more for a pit. Like I just, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's because I worked for like an independent venue or something, but yeah, we would never turn away a ticket buy versus like giving someone like free tickets, you know? Right. So I, I've just kind of been in my feels, guys. <laughs> Leave I comments below it. about how I should feel <laughs> and what I should do, um, because I've been trying to be as graceful as I possibly can, but also, you know, be true to the hurt that I'm feeling and Absolutely. be able to express that without um, being super selfish because i know it can come off as like oh you're not going so you're throwing a fit and it's like right. really not about that like they i think they could have been going to see i don't know someone at like the smallest venue in Los justin Angeles timberlake don't even they could be going to see justin timberlake someone i don't even want to see but me <laughs> having the idea that i'm going to go and then just being told oh sorry you can't but like if you buy a ticket you can totally come with you know it's just kind of like yeah 
you obviously don't want me there so don't do, don't say there. that don't say that <laughs> well that's someone not, to not i, I don't I think don't but i think that's the, i think that's the you and your feels coming through in that moment yeah um because i'm pretty sure if he could have you there he would absolutely want you there yeah, well it's not really brian that i'm like worried about gotcha I, I, just, I love the weekly Zach dilemma. <laughs> right? It's like, guys, when am I ever going to just be like, oh, I had a great week. <laughs> it's um, it's a lot. And again, maybe it's, it's something just, in the air, too, because I was dealing with some dilemma situation yesterday, mm -hmm. um, which I won't get too deep into. But I and it was weird, too, because I was in a very vulnerable, emotional state and around other people that were also in vulnerable, emotional states. But I was still feeling like personal feelings and things coming to the surface that I was battling with and trying to come to terms with how I was feeling about personal relationships in a time when that really shouldn't have had any space. And so I was like trying to figure out if it was OK for me to feel these things. And like it was just. And that made me feel guilty, which on top of everything else, it was like, it was just a lot of immersion, immersional. Immersional. <laughs> I cannot talk Judo today. Bug is immersional. <laughs> I'm thinking of that little girl. Where it's like, Not oh immersional Judaberg. Immersional Judaberg. Oh my god. Immersional Judaberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, I'm an emotional Jutaberg. Immersioner Jutaberg. But no, like it, it's wild how having feelings can make you feel guilty. Like and Absolutely. I hate that. But I feel like we're at a place like our I just feel like I'm around people. Other than you, I like always tell you how I feel when I'm feeling it. But oh, don't I know. But like it's so weird like when you're around people and you feel like you can't tell them how you feel because of the way they'll take it whether they get defensive whether they don't acknowledge it or whether it's whether, just not the right I, time or place too it's yeah. like but it's then a lot sometimes to, it feels to like it's never going to be the right time or place you know yeah. like because it's like there i feel like when you especially when you're having feelings towards another person or something and you have to like convey it to that person i feel like there's just never a good time to say it. That's true. And I, I was very, I noticed I have two very different modes. I'm either mm -hmm. very open, loving, fun, very conversational, very connective, like trying to make sure everybody's comfortable and happy and you can feel mm -hmm. that from me. Or I'm very quiet, subdued and observant. And mm -hmm. I just sit back and listen and see you and f and move with the energy. If I if I find myself in a comfortable space, I can open up and become that other person. But if I'm not, then I'm definitely just going to be a fly on the wall, on the side, comfortable in my own little space, trying to figure it out. And yesterday, I was absolutely in an observant mode. That was, but I was actually looking for a moment to become that other person, and I never got mm -hmm. it. And that was a little like difficult because I wanted that, but, mm -hmm. and that fed into the other thoughts that I was having. And so it was just like, on top of the massive thought, the massive emotional bomb that, you know, is dropped on me as well. It's like, it was just a lot to dig through. And I'm like, being a Pisces sucks. I was <laughs> gonna say, I, I think it's 100% a Pisces thing because I'm very much the same way. Um, although I don't spend a lot of time in, observant mode like most of the time I'm more in make everyone happy like 
I can be having fun, but like, even though I'm like having fun, I'm like, watch, I feel like I'm like constantly in a mix of both of those. It's like, I'm having fun. I'm very outgoing, but I'm like also very like, I just watch and keep, you know, like tabs on everything and make sure everyone's having fun, make sure everyone's okay. If they're not, then I'm going to be like, oh my God, are you okay? You know? And I feel right. like, people get annoyed with that because they're like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. You know, like what? Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, your energy is not giving that off right now. So what can I do to fix that? Because that's just who I am. Like, I just yeah, want to make too. sure everyone's happy all the time. And I feel like that is very much um, to my demise because then I spend the rest of the time not being happy because I'm worried about what that other person's feeling. Um, <sighs> sometimes I wish that like, I could just not pay attention and not care because I yes. think, like, those signs, it must be really easy to live for them. And I'm like really Absolutely. jealous because they just go have fun and they don't pay attention to other people's cues and what other people are doing. They're just worried about themselves. And I'm like, must be really fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> must be so nice. I want to be the the person in the grocery store who can stand in the middle of the aisle and hear you coming and don't move. <laughs> like, how do y'all not feel no type right. of way about just taking up space when you know Absolutely. I'm coming? But I'm always like, oh, is everybody? Is everybody? Do you do you need to? Am I am I in the way? I'm always mm -hmm. trying to make sure everybody's comfortable. Everybody's in a space that they can live their best life as well but Truly, I would do not let not me get in your that. way <laughs> do not let me get in your way <laughs> like seriously must be nice I don't think I'll ever experience that no matter how much therapy I go to but um maybe one day I don't know maybe one day I doubt it but yeah, it's sorry, nice to think to about <laughs> take this in a weird direction um <laughs> like we're talking about emotions <laughs> so emotional <laughs> uh, so emotional when you don't take me to lady <laughs> my brain goes to you make me feel so emotional yes Kristen aguilera um i don't know that one you should it is the jam <laughs> um but yeah you know sometimes when pisces get together we just uh <laughs> cry and get emotional and talk about our feelings and it's okay it's very much okay. Um, but, you know, we've gotten that out. I'm happy I that I think everyone should try it. <laughs> I think so, everyone too. Everyone should be emotional. Y'all should go tell everyone how y'all feel right now. Right this second. <laughs> your, the moment that you're listening, please pause and go text everyone how you're feeling Call right your now. mom. Let her know that she upset you this morning when she called and mm -hmm. woke you up. And the things yes. that she told you, be open and honest about it. Tell all of the people the things you need to tell them. Mm -hmm. Stop holding it in. <laughs> oh, I like y'all. Let us know how y'all let us know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it in the comments below. <laughs> Hilarious. That, like people can put comments below. I wish they can put comments below on SoundCloud. I think. Anyway, I don't know how SoundCloud works. I've never been on there. <laughs> I have Spotify. <laughs> I like Spotify too. When it comes to podcasts, um. So yeah, is there anything else that you wish to share today to get off your no, chest I, and to express? I think that's everything. <laughs> I think so. Other than that, my week has been like pretty chill. Yeah, I've just been at home. Good. I am happy to be home and I got to be here for my grandmother's birthday, which was Aww. important to me. And I didn't expect that I was going to be here. So as hard as it was to have to come here, for the reason I came here, I was there was a silver lining of getting to celebrate her birthday with her and 
just to be back because I've been away for four months and she calls me every day and tells me every day that she thinks I'm upstairs. And so to actually be upstairs again is really nice. And oh my God, is she gonna be a guest today? It's it's a possibility. She almost was earlier, but mm-hmm. I think she went downstairs. So I don't know. It, it's possible though. <laughs> the return of the grandmother on the wow. on the episode. She used to be a guest on every episode. <laughs> really? I wonder hilarious. if Lana Del Rey will show up. <laughs> oh gosh, that was hilarious. My love is like water. <laughs> Take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> truly i don't have a good memory what the fuck how did i forget about that so that quickly? was just like a month ago <laughs> so anyway big brother 24 we rolling still and this season is the most strange season of big brother i think i've ever watched usually we get strange moments strange things that happen that we can like talk about for a minute but literally every week of this season is there's something strange about it. There's some some high, some low, some I just I can't put my finger on what this season, the legacy of this season is going to be other than Taylor Hale. It's like it's a very unique unique season. I was about to do it. <laughs> it is it's a very very unique season and it's I'm very interested in what the legacy of it is going to look like because it's it just does not stop. Like literally every week gives us some kind of weird something to dive our teeth sink our teeth into. And I don't know, how are you feeling at this point in time with what you know of what the season is and how do you think the legacy is going to be in the future? Um honestly, like I don't know how I feel. It it changes every week. Um And I'm finding myself, like, I feel like towards the middle or the middle of, like, what we've seen so far, when, like, um, Nicole and Daniel and all of them were going home, I was, like, super into it. And I was, like, surprised at how into it I was because I was, like, really not into the season at the beginning. But I think that, like, now that, like, all the people I want to be gone are gone, like, I'm losing it. Like, I don't... I feel like I'm just not retaining as much from the episodes. Um, like I said, I really, I really don't remember a lot that happened this week. As we talk about, I'm sure it'll come back. But like, if you were to like, you know, hold a gun to my head and say, <laughs> like, tell me what they did. Like, but I would like, I don't know, even though I watched it. Um, so <laughs> like. That I, I don't know is so believable. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Maybe I should be an actor. <laughs> Can you imagine me? Like, I'm going to be, like, in the next Titanic or something. You would be a hilarious actor, but I feel like you have to act as yourself most of the time and just give you, like, make yourself a character. I would be, like, a Meg Stalter. I could only do one thing. I couldn't be, like, multiple things. (laughs) Right. I don't have range, but I have, like, like one good movie in me. (laughs) But it's got to be an A24 film or I will not do it. Oh, gosh, of course. (laughs) I want to be on an A24 screen when it's, like, the Spring Breakers vibe. Like, that, like, nice, like, picture and, like, the colors are vibrant. But it's also kind of got, like, that, like, vintage, like, effect on it. You know, I don't know how to, like, it's literally the A24 screen. That's what I call it. All their movies look like it. And I love it. I live um, for the visuals of an A24 film. But anyway, um, I don't know how we got on that. But (laughs) yeah, I, I just don't remember shit. So 
Um, I think that that's how I'm going to remember this season. Um, I don't remember shit except Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) But when I think about it, that's how I remember every season. I very much like Big Brother comes in and then like leaves my head immediately. So um, I think it'll it'll stack up nicely to the past like 12 seasons I've watched. (laughs) And honestly, it'll be easy to do that with the season because the majority of people who wants to remember them, I don't really care about honestly 80 to 90 percent of these people i really taylor has yet to let me down you know she's had moments where she hasn't done the right thing or had opinions or thoughts that weren't didn't maybe curl over all the way but she never like who she is as a person and the way that she moves in the house has never once faltered she has truly been a delightful person the entire time so it's it's just so interesting to see her in juxtaposition to everybody else who is trash at every turn it's like it's it's just so wild this cast is really trash but taylor somehow well not somehow she rises to the top because she truly is just like a much better person than a lot of these people and it's so interesting and especially watching this week and you know some people like monty and even michael and Brittany at times i've enjoyed but they all have their downfalls to the point that it makes me very uncomfortable about them but i haven't found a, a, a that in taylor where i'm i'm uncomfortable about something she has done or said or how she's handled something you know and i guess we have given her grace like in her hoh week she just but she doesn't really know the game so there's there's a i don't know it's just such a weird season and i feel like it really is such a great season in juxtaposition to BB23 because that season was so well polished in a sense, in retrospect. Like it, it just flowed really well. It had pretty great characters. It had an amazing story. Like it just, characters. it was great. And in, in juxtaposition to this, it's like, it's like BB23 started melting. Like everything has melted. Yeah. And we're just left with all this goo everywhere and taylor <laughs> so it's like a, exactly um ghostbuster i don't know why i thought of ghostbusters did they turn to goo in that movie i haven't seen it since i was like a child maybe i you know we're not going to talk about movies um so oh my god <laughs> we need to get the fuck off why i oh my god i'm recording and you didn't you watch you didn't watch okay um can I have wow. an extension, please? I, I, mean, I need you an, had extension. an extension. It's Wednesday. <laughs> no, it's, there's been a lot going on. I just haven't had the opportunity. I was gonna, you know, I actually tried. I went, I went on to Paramount Plus to see if I was able to like download it and watch it later, but they didn't let you do that on the app. So I went on to Xfinity Stream, and they didn't let you do it on there either. So mm-hmm. I couldn't download it to watch it on the plane, but. I do still want to watch it and I am still going to watch it. So just please let me get an extension. We're already halfway through the episode. I take everything I said back. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> going to do a little recap. I'm going to sit here quietly. <laughs> You're so raggedy. <laughs> so anyway... Taylor is awesome and she has continued to impress me even throughout this week and I'm very interested to see what the the aftermath of this season looks like I'm actually very ready for this season to end because I just want it to be over with um I don't know I still don't know what 
the future looks like because once we figure out what where we stand in this game something comes out of left field and completely turns everything on its head so i have no clue how this is all going to shake out but we're heading into september starting tomorrow so we're on you know the plane is landing we're coming in for a landing and i'm very much ready for that um and hopefully this week we'll actually get a live hoh competition because i don't think we've gotten a single live hoh competition this season and i hate that are you really finna be quiet the whole time zach maybe so <laughs> maybe so <laughs> you're so raggedy so anyway <laughs> last week we had a split house twist and you know in retrospect I actually really do like this twist. I think this twist is viable. I think there is something they can do with it in the future. I kind of wish they got it right the first time so it the shock value was even higher. Because in mm -hmm. the future, people that watch the season are going to be looking for this potentially now because yeah. it's an option. So I kind of wish that it came in with the bang and it worked the first time. But I would like to see it. Again. Um, so it worked in theory. But I think it would be a lot better with more people. If it turned out the way that we wanted it to. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I think mean, because I think it worked. I mean, it, I think a six would be like a good amount, but I just think it's too early in the game to have a like a double. I I just I think it would be know. great to have a double at the very beginning, like early in the season, just no, because well, I feel we, like if you're gonna do that, you have to do that like the first week. Right. It just takes so long to get through jury, the pre-jury sometimes. I think having a double in pre-jury would be very helpful. So because the, the rest of the game is where the real meat of the season is going to come from usually. So like, let's just let's just cut to the chase and get there. But I think like the stakes of a double that early is that mm -hmm. we don't care. You know, right. like we, we, we're not invested, in, invested these in these people. In these, these, I keep want to call them characters now, like in these like <laughs> and not characters. Um, they are they are very much themselves um so i think that yeah i think when there's a double and when it comes like later in the game we're invested like it's it's suspenseful you know like who's yeah. it gonna be oh my god what's gonna happen to our favorites are they gonna make it through where if you have a double early it's like okay get them out because i don't really know them sounds good you know like <laughs> um and i mean especially for a season like this can you imagine if they would have had a double early we hated everyone oh, so we right. really would not have cared who went home so while I think maybe they could do it a little differently how they choose. Um, but honestly, I wasn't even upset with like choosing, like especially how this week went on and then, you know, conversations were being had. And then like Monty had that to be like, oh, am I, I'm like the bottom Michael's totem pole. And like, is that why he chose me last? So I think like even having them choose came like into play. So I don't really, once that happened, I was like, oh, like, you know, something good from them chose you know, choosing came from this. So like, right. I wasn't really that upset with it anymore. So, I mean, I, I liked it. I would like them to do it again. I would like for them to wait like one or two seasons before they do it, because I don't want it mm -hmm. to be something that like the house guests expect every single year, you know, they can have in their mind, be prepared for it, whatever. But like, I would like to see something creative like that again next season. And then like, maybe the next season we can go back to this or, you know, go back to just a regular double eviction, whatever. But um, just having it as like a possibility where people are nervous about it, but it not actually happening. I think that could be fun, um, you know, cause it does add something to the game that we've never had before and people will definitely sure. think about it, but I don't want it to be overdone, you know? Absolutely. I actually dig all of that. That's, mm -hmm. I, I, you make a lot of great points and 
I, I but I do still feel like it might have been better. I guess this season would have been better with more people. Um because it ended up giving those two people who had votes such power. I think it could have been interesting if there were more votes available and you didn't really know how the votes were going to fall. But with the two votes, by the end of the week, you already knew what was going to happen for the most part, especially yeah. with the way that things shook out. But at the, also, I'm not mad because now knowing how things have shaken, shaken out, it's mm -hmm. like I'm completely happy to be at this position, even though we ended up losing Joseph, which makes me sad. But at the same time, Joseph was they doing all gotta a whole go lot. At, yeah, I mean, they all got to go at some point. Did I want to see Joseph go? Absolutely not. I like him. But at the end of the day, everyone's got to go. It's a game. And I like, you know, I'm not going to say I dislike the twist because he was the one that, you know, yeah, me either. out with it. Um, but also I'm thinking and I'm like, I feel like if it was more people, it would be harder because there's just not that much room in the back. And they were already having such trouble, like being able to like split up to have conversations enough as it was. Like if there were more people back there, it would just be like even harder. And like, yeah, that could, you know, come into play and like be fun to watch. But also I think like still having room to have these conversations, the conversations that we're have, had um, were so influential for this week. And so I'm, yeah, I, I feel like it was a good twist and I'm happy with the way that it worked out. And I don't I think, think they should do the backyard again. I feel like that is so extreme for not a lot of payout. Like we didn't really get much from them being in the backyard. I, I feel like they should figure out a way to put them in another part of the studio or something to- I like the backyard did you? <laughs> personally, because it makes it feel like people this season are actually like have nots. Like, you know, like, oh, it's yeah. like people actually like- Had to go won, through but something, like you're something. a loser. Like you have to go <laughs> through something, you know, like you have to, and it's not something easy. You don't get to like go lay on an inflatable, you know, like you actually have to like stay the fuck outside and it's hot right. and it's annoying and stuff. And I like, I kind of wish that they would have played up on it more, but we only have an hour and like, I right. get, like you have to do both sides of the house, but like for people watching the feeds, I'm sure y'all got more time with like the people No, outside. we did not. <laughs> Cause no? the feet, because the, the thing is with them being outside, they have access to wall yellers. So they were battling wall yellers the entire time they were out there. Well, and CBS they put a, something about that. <laughs> I know. And so it's like, even though, you're right about the have not thing it mm -hmm. takes away from the experience because we don't have feeds from the outside wow. for the majority of the time they're why out why are they hiding the yellers from us we all know what they're yelling probably what they need yeah. to do is take julie chin and put her outside of the gate and be like <laughs> with a taser and tase people or something <laughs> if they start yelling you know like shut up <laughs> filming is happening right now you know also like wall yellers go do something with your life like who goes and stands outside and just yells shit like what? You should read the article because there was there was one article about the people that they were chasing off. It was hilarious. That is um, annoying. Like, I don't stop. mind wall yellers. Wall yellers have been a part of Big Brother since literally season one. Wall yellers and banner planes and communicating with the outside world has always been in the, the Why DNA don't they just of this move game. The house, <laughs> then move it to a further on the lot or something, so you don't have to worry about that. I mean, but I, that is true. It is literally right on the edge of the of the the lot, and you can that just yell over huge. the river. Yeah, it is. But I feel like the place where they're at, they've been there for twenty two years. Like, how well, do you just we all like, like a little change? Switch it up, boo boo. It's boring. You know, like <laughs> give us something different. Revent it reinvent the house like give us something exciting to watch give us like a new 
full twist of Big Brother, you know? Like, if you want to do all these little twists and little fun things that, like, kind of work or whatever, why don't you just do something <laughs> big that actually works? Like, wouldn't Because that be it's cool? a lot of work for them. I know. Right it's a now lot of it's... work, but, like, they build these sets for movies and all this stuff. They can move that house pretty quickly with all the hands they got, I'm sure. And that lot will be used, that studio will be used for something else, you know? Like, they got the time. They got all year to do it. I think I'm pretty sure I could put together a Big Brother house within a year. Shut up. <laughs> Give me like 200 days and some and money. And some Velcro. And some Velcro. I mean, <laughs> shit, they don't even have the fucking ceiling on there for last season or whatever. It looked like some mold ass. Like, fuck. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> Shut up. I did Give me see some it. wood from Home Depot. <laughs> go build it myself. <laughs> That would be fun. It would be looking a mess though. But you probably um, would have that kind of cute. Fucking beautiful. It would be so cute. I was just thinking. I'm I was like, cute. Zach would probably cuten it up somehow. I always cuten everything up. <laughs> <laughs> it's called <laughs> Drive and Amazon Prime. <laughs> it's all you need is a idea Not some drive. and Amazon. <laughs> hilarious um so how did how did you feel about michael and terrence being the ones that won this did that scare you or were you comfortable with that or like was it what you expected i mean i could have done without terrence because like i didn't want any of my people to go but i mean it just is what it is and good for him for getting an opportunity to win something this season you know like yeah i think like one i feel like being voted out is like bad but like staying so far in a game and not winning to me i think like yeah. i would hate to be in the house and not win anything and so whenever someone wins who hasn't won or like we don't expect to win like i'm kind of happy for them even though that's not how i wanted it to work like i'm not gonna take that away from him from him like good for him for winning um again not what i wanted but good for him for sure. You know, I don't like Terrence, but I was actually happy for him after we got into things because he really did. I felt like he, at least from the edit, he seemed like he was really trying to play. Like he woke yeah. up and was actually in, invested in trying to make a move that would make an impact in this and game. And he was trying to make good TV too, you know? Like Absolutely. He like saw one thing, saw another thing, put it together and was like, here, I'm going to stir the pot a little bit more. And like, I yeah. appreciate that because he totally did not need to stir the pot at all but he gave no. us like a little something and i'm not mad at him for it he did i was actually impressed by him i i honestly think he might have the best hoh of the season even though getting out joseph was didn't make me happy but mm -hmm. i think that was a massive move to make and, mm -hmm. and there weren't a ton of options but i think targeting joseph was his main goal and he got out his target and mm -hmm. he was he was playing around with them nominations he was playing around with people's minds and stuff like he actually mm -hmm. did some something with what the power that he got and i i'm not gonna fault him for that at all just because it messed up somebody that i enjoyed like mm -hmm. i i really do think he did a good job with the power he had more so than anybody else we've really seen this season because mm -hmm. i mean we've seen people make moves i guess but you know like the pooch move or the mirror move but none of them were one single person i guess making that decision and terrence mm -hmm. really was like making these decisions on his own for the most part um so i was kind of impressed and him winning the veto i was like i did not see that coming yeah. at all how like terrence winning both things and it's, really i'm happy that it <laughs> And I was cracking up because I was like, Terrence would get in power when it's raggedy. Like when he mm -hmm. would come down them steps, I was like, you just look so raggedy coming down these steps. 
<laughs> down into this heat and sitting at that little table outside talking to people Ooh, like that was so god funny they to were me. not outside this week dude Oof. oh my god they would like heat stroke out it's so hot here it's so hot it's miserable it was hilarious i loved that little table being back though like mm-hmm. that little table felt so nostalgic for me because they always had a table like that outside where they used to smoke and play cards and stuff in big brother like early early big brother and so it was nice to see something like that back in that yard and them sitting there playing games or whatever. And I would love yeah. to see them do that again in the future. TBT to when people used to smoke on Big Brother. Right. The smokers were always super interesting, too, because they were always because outside smoking together. is literally when you have the best conversation. Like, I feel like I started smoking when I was in college because that's just, like, where everybody was. Everyone was talking, like everyone i don't know i feel like it just brings people together and it's so easy to start a conversation with someone you know you just like forget that you don't like forget or act or like do you have a lighter it, yeah literally that's all you have to do do you have a lighter they say don't ask for a cigarette don't be that person but like <laughs> if you you know like there'd be times there'd be someone i want to talk to or something and like they'd be out there and be like oh my god do you have a lighter and then i'm just like compliment something and boom conversation yeah um and i'm someone i'm who, too like, cheap to ever I, smoke like, <laughs> it's too expensive well there's that i mean it's also like bad for you so like don't do it but like also at that time i was young and invincible and whatever so it was a great opportunity to meet people and talk to people. And I feel like truly that's where the best conversations always went down. I feel For like they sure. should bring that back. Is it just like they don't get people who smoke or do they tell them they can't smoke? I I, wonder I don't know. There, because I know like BBOTT, there were some smokers because mm-hmm. Jason and, and, and it was always interesting because they had to bring their own cigarettes and mm-hmm. if they ran out of cigarettes and they would have to start like going through the process of not smoking. So they would provide them with like nicotine patches. So it was always interesting yeah. to watch that experience too. But I, I think we had smokers on, I, that might've been the last time that we actually had like a crew of smokers on yeah. BBOTT, and unless I'm mistaken, um, I, I think there was, may, maybe there was one person that smoked on BB20. Um, <laughs> there, I remember at one point there was there was one person that was smoking and they were like supporting that person through it and then they tried to like stop smoking in the process. I don't remember who it was though. But no, you're right, no. It, it does bring people Big together. Brother, communal, bring the smoking back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see smoking next season. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you feel about the beginning of this Kyle situation in the yard? Him exposing the leftovers to Terrence and yes, all, of, all of that came with it. Look, I honestly, like, I'm just so over Kyle. Like at this point, like, there's not really much I can say about him. And not only just from this week, but like that week and just like his whole game. Like, it's just in the trash to me like he's literally he's just like throwing his game in the trash for like this girl that like could end up being nothing I mean I've heard rumors of like them breaking up and all this stuff I don't really know but like I just I'm 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 exhausted by Kyle I'm ready for him to be out of this house I think he's done everything that he can possibly do to fuck up his life right now in this house and I'm like ready for him to go sit and think about what he's done <laughs> and how he fucked up his game when he was in a really decent spot beyond um, decent like he yeah. twice he found himself in a fantastic spot twice yeah. which is hard to do 
He was in a great spot in The Leftovers. He was one of the creators of The Leftovers. He had connections with pretty much everybody in the Alliance. Mm -hmm. And he let his racism get in the way. And then he jumped ship, exposed that Alliance, and built a new Alliance, and went into the house. what? Too for a girl that will literally forgive you once you get to the jury house, or if you win, she'll forgive you because you fucking won, and she's gonna want to be on your side when you're getting pictures taken and shit. So like, seriously, you gave up your game for someone that you would have had no matter what, you know. And by staying together now and you being exposed because you exposed everybody else and they're retaliating against you, that now could cost you your relationship and the game and you leave with absolutely nothing except being called a racist for the rest of your life congratulations kyle i hope you enjoy yeah. it <laughs> and the racist of the season is kyle another kyle give, honestly, another one should, another should, one <laughs> they, instead of doing america's favorites america's racist and um <laughs> instead of giving them money they actually have to pay cbs <laughs> That's what they should start fucking or doing. The, America's racist has to pay America's favorite player the money. <laughs> Something, yeah. Like they have to like pay to like be there for wasting our time. That's can you imagine like the when they used to do America's vote and they'd be like, America's racist. Who would you, who do you want to vote as America's racist? Text A for Kyle. <laughs> B for Kyle. C for Kyle. <laughs> or D. For Terrence. (laughs) I was going to say that, but I was like, let me not. (laughs) Oh, God. Hilarious. Um, But no, he totally ruined his game. He has nothing left. He needs to go. It's so stupid. Because it was, he, he had this Hail Mary play for no reason way too early. Like, I am not mad at him for the move because I do think it gave him the results he wanted. But Mm -hmm at a cost like mm-hmm. it completely exposed him in a way that showed his cards in a way that you can't back down from and that shows it was too your character early. it was absolutely too early i would not mind the move if it were later in the game and it was necessary but it wasn't fucking necessary he, he could have gotten joseph target. out without that literally he could have kept his mouth shut gone back in and not had to lie and put everything on joseph which honestly i'm not even mad at them for putting everything on joseph because like whatever he's out of the game like it's free for all in my opinion so i don't for even sure. mind that as much but like at the same time, it's just like, it was just so unnecessary. Like, it just like did not need to happen. You like had a freak out moment. You spilled the beans. And like, honestly, if you would have just shut up and let the week go and then use that later down the line when you actually needed to, I think it could have worked out really nicely in your favor. But you did it way too early with way too many people to piss off and way too many people. It just doesn't make sense. But honestly, I think he's going to have a great time in the jury house. I saw that they were doing TikToks on whatever, <laughs> you know, on TikTok. And so he better not be in the, so, in that jury house twerking. We do not want to see no is. racist twerks. Yeah, well, get ready, America. Because <laughs> I'm Oof. pretty positive. Be willing to bet, bet money. That. I bet you $10 he twerks. I'm not <laughs> betting at all. Instagram reel. <laughs> Before the end of the season. <laughs> It's just so stupid. I do wonder what his demeanor is going to be like in the jury house because it's wild to see someone leave 
the game and have to go to jury after going through this situation he's going through because right. he knows coming out of his house it's going to be hell for him so how do he's you gotta like sit with that for the rest of the summer and like, honestly this is the best punishment like you have 100. to literally marinate i wonder in if he's gonna like this. i wonder if he's gonna tell the people in jury like what happened and i mean he's gonna have to eventually because the next person's gonna come and they're gonna exactly but i wonder if like for that week he's gonna like keep to himself or if he's gonna be open so about taylor it. in her conversation with him yesterday she asked him she was like have you thought about how you're going to go about this because Jasmine, all, all three of the people in jury were a part of this supposed group that Kyle was afraid of Jasmine, mm. Indy and Joseph. So he's going to have to go to jury and basically do exactly what he's been doing this week and ex express and explain how racist he was to these people that were in that he was racist to without them knowing. And that's, that's going to be crazy. wild. So it's going to be weird to like have to see jury jury segments with this happening and like is it going to be i just don't know what to expect i kind of am ready to see how they play the jury situation because it's going to cause tension i'm sure but right. also jasmine might she might just be like oh kyle it's okay we love you anyway and then right. joseph well, I'm just like imagining him like sitting down and be like do you want to see how this week played out and turning on the tv and it's just like kyle's racist comes across the um television you know like and them just looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's this is truly unprecedented. And I just don't know how it's going to go. Like, it's going to be really interesting to see how they react and how he reacts for the rest of the season. Like, he's going to have to come back and vote for somebody and ask somebody a question. Like, if I was in his position, I would <laughs> go hide under a rock. Not that I would ever hopefully never be in his position, but like, right? that's a lot of like discomfort. And then to be with the entire cast at the end and have to face that, like, that's not like how, what does that look like? We have never seen that before. So I'm uncomfortable at the idea of it because I honestly would be pissed off if I was on this cast and I was like, y'all really had to mess up my experience with y'all's racism. Y'all couldn't leave that at home. Like what? Like if I had to deal with that in a time that I'm like living my dream, it's so stupid. I would be so mad. Did Alyssa really break up with him? She did, but apparently they were messing around today or some, they were cuddling or whatever. Well, after the her same comment same on Sunday, it's like all coming back to me now. On Sunday, she talked about like they had like a whole segment. I don't know if you watched this episode because you said you didn't watch some, but they had this no, episode of where they were talking about like different places like around the world and like they didn't know where like France and Paris and all of this stuff was. And then like they were like, geography is just not like our thing. And then like it cut to like Alyssa in the um, room and was like, um, we really need to get good at this. Like if we're going to be on The Amazing Race or something along the lines of her and him on The Amazing Race. And I'm like, I feel like their relationship isn't even real to begin with. Like, I feel like it's they're very high school, very opportunistic. They think like by pairing themselves up, like whatever showmance, but like also like you'll be like opportunities, a opportunity to be on the amazing race or the challenge together. And like all of this stuff, you'll be like another Tyler and Angela and, or what was it? Derek X and that girl, um, <laughs> that Heim sister, what was her name? Claire. Hi, I'm Claire. I always think of that commercial. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but I, I just like, I just feel like they're together for TV anyway. Because she came in there with a boyfriend. Like, I think she saw an opportunity and she was trying it out, and then it didn't work out. And she knows that she needs to like separate it 
separate herself from it but i feel like talking about having babies and getting married is like extensive though like i, I mean you have nothing else to talk about i talk about it too like what else <laughs> we gonna talk about the moldy ceiling that like would look really nice in another <laughs> studio if they ever made a new house you know and zach decorated it like i get it there's like not that much to talk about so uh, why not bring up like kids and babies and shit like that that's that's a good like 15 minute conversation you know for sure i'm just it's happy not that realistic i've had conversations about like kids and marriage and but she was talking to his mom saying like alone in a room saying i'll be a really good wife and all this stuff like it i feel and if if she wasn't it was it was it was much so that made me feel like she really was invested in this so i don't know but by your racist man (laughs) 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 you wanted him you got him you got him sister oof just a mess i you know there's a lot to dig in to when it comes to the racism this season and all of that and i would love to do like a separate episode diving into it because right i just i don't have the bandwidth today to dive Mm -hmm. in the way that i really really want to um but i i definitely think that there's a conversation to be had. Um, And I was thinking, which I wanted to bring up to you anyway, about just inviting people to reach out if they would be interested in being a part of that conversation. Because we, yeah, we said, guess like I'm, as long as I don't have to turn my camera on or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can't see this face. It's VIP. (laughs) Shut up. I only see what I post online. It's curious. I just think it'd be interesting (laughs) to have people that, I haven't spoken really with much to have and and honestly not even me be like leading the conversation but just to be a part of the conversation and maybe have like questions to ask just to see you know to hear people's voices and to get a more of an understanding of how people are seeing and feeling about yeah. this season so if you are interested in being a part of that conversation and would like to be on the podcast absolutely mm-hmm. reach out to us and let us know you can dm us personally or anything um yeah. i don't know when you know when we could get that going but i do think that could be a really cool thing to do and give us space to really dive into so many different aspects of the issues that we've seen this season especially regarding the racism because no, i think that's much. a great idea um and i think it'd be fun to have guests i love that Let's for sure and yeah, i mean so- anytime i think it'd just be fun to have people on like just like just random people just come on here and say a little say a little something, something. Do a little say dance. a little something, something. Mm-hmm. no for sure that recap. could be fun <laughs> shut up <laughs> your little recap you're so do right that little, do that little recap you do <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember there used, there was like a tiktok or something where it was like this like really weird girl or something it was like she was like dancing or something someone's like do that little dance you do and like it's always <laughs> in my head so like that's like what i was thinking of hilarious so <laughs> in this seat in this week we had monty and jasmine on the block inside and Brittany won the veto can you tell me about this power veto competition that tiffany hosted i still haven't gone back and watched this part of the episode um so it was like they would have like a little glass of wine next to a big glass of wine and they would be like this how many of these glasses are in this big glass of wine and then you have right. to like guess or it'd be like a stack of beer cans and they're like there are five beer cans in the stack how many beer cans are on the wall or right right another yeah I'm, there were guitar picks and they're like this, this is a classic bb yeah. comp they used to do this a lot 
Yeah, they say classic. And I'm like, when was the last time they did it? Because I don't remember it. <laughs> so they stopped doing it because a lot of house guests learned how to game it. And so if there was a certain person that they didn't want to win veto, it was a lot easier for them to figure out a way to make sure they could get that person out because everybody could fold and one person could stay. Or, you know, there, there's a strategy to it. So they stopped doing it because it was super easy to game. Got it. Is allegedly. <laughs> Um, so I don't know why they thought to bring it back now, but maybe because it's been so long since they've done it and may, maybe thought that it, yeah. you know, people wouldn't be able to game it, but well, people were saying that, <laughs> well, they were saying that Jasmine and not Jasmine, Michael and Brittany did like a pretty good job at it. And Monty yeah. took notice of how good Michael was and how he feels like he let Brittany win that competition. Oh, for sure. And Michael, he's very aware of Big Brother. So he probably knows the tricks on how to game something like this. Mm -hmm. So it was probably easier for him to navigate uh, a competition like that, which, you know, they would have won a a competition anyway. Michael is out here. I mean, it was tied between him and Brittany anyway. They both, they had to spell out VIP and they both had VI. And Mm. so they just needed the P. And so no matter what, like Jasmine was way off. She wasn't getting it. (laughs) Her guesses were ridiculous again she's more concerned about what she's saying to julie versus <laughs> what game. is actually happening in the game 100 a mess um i but i still want to go back and watch it how did tiffany do was it like pre-recorded um no she was like talking to the guest oh um, cool not the guest <laughs> she did fine yeah, it was tiffany i'm like kind of like over tiffany in like a weird Why? way I, I think it's just the cookout in general. Like I I just, the whole Todrick shit, like I just really mm. lost a lot of what I loved about them. I just feel like it just kind of like went away after the season and the, the rise to fame happened. Um, I mean, as far as like people who played the game, for sure, they deserve it the most. I'm glad they got on the challenge and all their little shows and stuff <laughs> like that. But I there's just something about standing behind someone who is wrong and not publicly saying they're wrong. Yeah. Or at least not even like acknowledging their actions and instead defending them. That just really turns me off. And I, you know, I don't know if I will ever see them as anyone else besides people who defended Todrick Hall and his horrible behavior. I totally feel that. I think I was feeling pretty off of the cookout too, but the, the challenge actually did kind of remind me of the, I guess it gave me that spark for them as individuals again, especially because Big D wasn't there. So I didn't have to think about him. But for the most, like Hannah, Tiffany, and Xavier, I still have really good feelings about the other three. You know, I'm working. I am, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I still feel some type of way a little bit, but um i'm i'm not like disgusted or like bothered i'm not disgusted or bothered she did fine i mean as good as a like guest host can do well not her hosting but just like them as a group she 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 hit all her lines um a little tap dance um yeah i i mean it was whatever it was a challenge so I Brittany, liked uh, the other HOH challenge more. So Brittany wins the power of veto and she doesn't use the power of veto. And Monty Shocker. and Jasmine stay on the block. And I, I really loved the moment when they, Brittany and Taylor t- basically told Jasmine she was going to be the one to leave that week. And she was crying and 
but they were they were really gracious and it was hilarious because Britney was talking about I really hope Taylor does all the talking in this situation I don't want to really you know be leading and, nah, 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 nah. and then they go in a room and Britney just will not shut up <laughs> She was she was the one leading everything, and Taylor was the one that was just sitting there, and so she Brittany basically ends up getting all the blood on her hand, and Taylor kind of comes off scot free when it comes to to Jasmine. So then outside we have Turner and Joseph on the block on on the block, and with a immersion of Jerdeberg. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, look. I need to look up those memes. Those were so funny. That little girl used to scare me. Her that picture was a little scary. Did she have braces or something? Oh my god! I used to hate the way it's spelled too. It's it's very ick, ick giving. Wasn't it like her holding goosebumps or something? I think so. So this to go box veto. I was kind of like annoyed that they had separate competitions i feel like the competition should have been the same <laughs> why are you laughing because i'm just looking at these memes and there is uh they have her grown up i was like I'm really like and i have her grown up yeah her name is maggie um goldenberger maggie maggie goldenberger. oh i was like what is a maggie i ain't never heard that Mm-hmm. Um, well, good for she her. Okay. Oh my gosh, she cute. I mean, she ain't that cute, but she's cute. <laughs> she's cuter than what she was when she said, Oh my god. Good for her. So, this to go box veto competition, I was yes. hollering that they made them build their own competition. <laughs> I thought it was so good. I wish they would do that more. I think that's fun. Like, go build it and then on top of that it's like a physical i mean it's not super physical but like you gotta put it together you have to balance it it's like running around it's not standing there calculating shit you know like i don't know i thought it felt like kind of survivor-esque to me you know Um, budget survivor i mean like that's what we do (laughs) in our backyard you know like make up a challenge but it's a fun game that anyone can practice at home if they want to go on big brother to see if they can do it you know that's true it was very bbott Mm-hmm. Minus the have to build your own cop, which was that was the funny part to me because I was like, y'all really got them out here working. <laughs> I think it's great. I think that's funny and it adds to it. And I just thought it was like a fun game. And honestly, it could have been anyone because, like, on top of just not stacking it correctly or having to transfer, like they were having to deal with like wind and like you know, right. like it truly was like could be anyone's game. And I just I don't know. I just thought it was fun. It was funny. Um, I enjoyed it, was so, it too. It was just so cheap. <laughs> it was so cheap. That was my only thing. It was like, girl, this is y'all are literally taking that, to go boxes and balancing that's them what on something. Dire Fest is it's cheap. Like everything they had that week is just like cheap, and so it just really fit cheap, the cheap. theme. And I think that like the to go boxes was such a thing with um Firefest. Um right, right. All right. those pictures of like that's that true. Like, one sandwich and that like in <laughs> that raggedy lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> In the styrofoam box. So them using the styrofoam box for Direfest, I just thought that was like super creative and like, you know, a nod to the actual festival that happened. And it just made me laugh. For sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And Terrence ended up winning this veto. And I was just like, where did Terrence come from? Like, how did he come through and beat Joseph and Kyle and Turner, all these people? 
But I was also happy for him because he proved that he was actually doing something. You know, he. You know what? He's I hope he trash. makes his own dire fest in the real world. He's Why? the dire fest because he's a musical person. He can go. Who's his cousin <laughs> again? Who's he really? Um, Juice World. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oop. <laughs> Let me shut up. Um, it could be a memorial, a memorial uh, festival. There we go. That's what I was gonna say. Um, Damn it. <laughs> <Rewind>. <laughs> it's your moment of wine yet. Shut so up. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so what were we talking about? Terrence <laughs> wins the veto and he yeah. uses it to take Turner off the block and nominates Kyle. So it's Kyle and Joseph on the block. And I was like, I still didn't really understand why he did that. Because he was saying, like, it puts me in a position where. I, where both sides are on the block and we can get some more information and make stuff shake or something. I didn't really understand the move, but I also wasn't mad that Kyle was on the block. Um, I mean, but... I loved it because it made Kyle and Joseph have to confront each other because if not, mm. then like Kyle gets his way. He's just sitting pretty with Alyssa. He doesn't have anything to say, but with him on the block, he talks more and Terrence already knows he talks. And then mm. Joseph telling him that, um, Oh yeah, you didn't watch this episode. So yeah, so he does it. And then afterwards he's like, I like, you know, saying like, I'm putting him on the block because I know I can get more, you know, like they put one right here, one right there and just watch him go at it because that's going right. to be more information. And I think ultimately it did. So, I mean, he wasn't wrong and it was more entertaining than if it would have been Turner on the block because Absolutely. while I'm sure Turner could have squealed a little bit, not as much as Kyle. Um, Kyle is such a pathetic young man like mm -hmm. he is just it's 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 really wild to see somebody and it's such a it's such a a spitting image of the world we live in where somebody as privileged as kyle can have everything he needs to be comfortable to be in a great spot but still mess up the games especially of minority players to, to basically get his way when he doesn't have to. And even after he fails in a sense, because he ends up on the block, he's still able to succeed and figure out a way to get through it by throwing everybody on the bus, under the bus. Mm -hmm. And it's just so crazy to watch. So it was, it's so, it was wild to watch, especially these episodes now that we know where we stand now. And it's like, mm -hmm. There's there's this beautiful poetic energy with the Kyle story because he really was riding high last week, getting his way and figuring out a way to get him and Alyssa through this, which also just so stupid. You really give up a phenomenal alliance that you built on the back of bullying Taylor and the things that were going on in the house to basically move on with Alyssa like and she does nothing for your game at the end of the day it's like so crazy but at the same time it all of this mess has given Taylor given Monty these beautiful opportunities to tell their story more to express their thoughts to express like explain their feelings when it comes to racism watching those those um her watching Monty and Taylor talk with I was about to say Zach with Kyle yesterday was rude. Uh, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Can you 
you imagine if I went on that show and did some shit like that? Ooh, you, uh, I would never show my face again anywhere. I would be so embarrassed. We would have to I delete just... all these episodes. <laughs> Julie girl, what's that? Ooh, I, I don't... Mm. Do not put me in the same category, and you tried it. It was an accident. It was simply a slip of a tongue because you are present. Um, <laughs> but no, it's just like... I'm happy that they're getting this opportunity to tell their stories and to show these deeper sides of them. But I hate that it's it's on the basis of foolery and of them having to go through stuff that I'm sure brought them some pain and some more trauma to add to whatever they've already dealt with in their life. And it's like it's if they want like, to talk it uh, about it, allow them to talk about it, but don't make them talk about it. And I yeah. feel like whenever this, it's just, it makes them have to do stuff, you know? It does. Now, if not, then it's like, okay, then why are you mad? You know, it's like you then yeah. have to, for some reason, justify why you're upset and why these comments would hurt someone when, like, it should just be public knowledge. Like, right. being a normal human being living in this world. I just don't understand the thought process behind any of it. It's wild. So... And did he say, I'm sorry. No, I read something on, um, just while we're talking about it. I read something on um, Twitter. Twitter where he was like, I haven't been around black people before being in the house. Did he really say that? I don't know if he said those exact words. I didn't see that conversation, but he definitely said that because he was saying, I grew up, he was, because at the, ugh, so, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm gonna get mad because Terrence is like the savior for Kyle all of a sudden. It's like, Kyle, I would like for you to stay in the, he didn't say this, but he's like, I think that you staying in the house and I think that Kyle staying in the house and us giving him the opportunity to learn and grow will be helpful for him. So he has this conversation with Kyle where he's basically helping him on how to structure these conversations with everybody else in the house. And I'm like, of all people, Terrence is the last person that you need to be taking advice from to to communicate with anybody. And so Kyle goes into these conversations and he's like, well, I wanted to tell you about, you know, my background and where I come from. And he starts talking about how he grew up in a school where there was only five black people in a student body of like 1500 and all this stuff. And so it's just like, bro, I don't care. <laughs> like this is, nice. I understand, but like, I don't, I really don't care. But so he didn't, and from what I heard, I didn't hear him say that, but he basically said, I didn't grow up around black people. So I don't really know. It's mama's boys. <laughs> so ridiculous. Being shielded from the world. This is why it's not good. Y'all got children, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm going to be like the most like not there for my child father. Shut up. <laughs> Figure it out yourself. Do not come. Do not come to me. Do I'm not so, come. Do not come to me. I'm so like independent. I can't imagine having like someone like that, like leeching onto me. I'd be like, Ugh. it's just the way that you do it. I, my grandmother, my family is very close. Like, I don't feel like anybody's leeching, but we we are a very close-knit family when it comes to things and we have conversations and maybe not as much as I wish we did, but mm -hmm. I think I don't think that being that close is a bad thing. You just have to prepare yourself and your child for things that may come. But when you are white and you grow up in an area where you don't really have to deal with these things and you've never had to live your life 
the way black people do in America, it's not something you're ever going to even have to consider. So you can't prepare your child for something like that if you're uneducated of it, you know? So it really falls on communities and parents at the end of the day. But that doesn't that doesn't take away from Kyle being a person that's 30 years old in this world on TikTok, which is a very diverse platform. And wasn't he from like some city too? Like I just like I don't even know. But the world we live in with 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 everything that we've gone through racially in the past five and to ten like years, he's in his twenties. He's in his thirties. I forgot. He's, he's twenty nine. He looks like he's like twenty two or something. He like, does, he he, like and he acts like a child, but he's twenty nine. We have lived through oh some God, wild about that. things the past ten years, and yeah. white people have had every avenue to learn and to understand and to listen more than ever in our lifetime, like or our adult lifetime the information is there and the triggers to learn are there. That's the thing. Like you have had so many opportunities to feel something and to learn something because we have been through so much in the past 10 years. And I mean, I feel like if you haven't, if you haven't even made like an effort, it's like, you don't even care, you, you know, don't. like at this point, just like say you don't care, like don't even like, you know, like there just really is no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. I don't. It's I just don't been too it. much. And that's one reason that I just don't have any empathy for Kyle in this situation. I'm loving having to see him deal with this in real time. And I hope that there are repercussions for that from this. He's, he, I mean, Aaron is a blogger now, which I, <laughs> I didn't mention I this. Forget about Aaron. Oh my God. I do too. On my flight here, I swear she sat right in front of me on the plane and I did not confirm that it was her but I'm pretty sure it was her and it was it was a weird thing because we stopped in Dallas and she was the first person that got on the plane because it was like a layover like a, a little layover where the next people get on and I was like I know this ain't Aaron she looked just like her she sat right in front of me and I was trying to be nosy and look at her phone through the window <laughs> to see if she would get on Instagram so I could confirm it was her but she never did so I felt a little uncomfortable interacting in any way but i was heightened because i was just super uncomfortable at the thought of that being her especially with what is going on in the big brother house currently and even though racism has been something that's always been a part of big brother she was such a catalyst and a face for it and it changed everything when it comes to the show so it was so uncomfortable for me and almost felt antagonistic because I didn't have confirmation, but I was pretty sure it was her. And also me being such a vocal person when it comes to this topic, it's like, uh, it, it, it was it was like gut-wrenching. It was wild. But the universe be playing with me with Big Brother. There's always something somewhere in my orbit and I don't know why it is the weirdest thing. And this was just another weird moment of that. Sorry to get off topic, but it just came back to me when I said her name, but trying to see if she's in Nashville. Well, I was looking on her Instagram and I saw that she was from Dallas or lived in Dallas, which is where the plane was. Mm -hmm. And then whenever you scroll down a little bit, she mentions Nashville in one of the video, like the title of a video or something. So I was like, oh. I was like, I really think this is her. But all the stuff that she was posting on Instagram wasn't, it was all like answering questions and stuff. So I didn't really see any other information, but I would almost guarantee it was her. 
And I low-key wanted to ask her or like say her name out loud and see if she turned around or something. But it just it just didn't happen. And it was weird because there were other people that kept looking at her. Like the guy that was sitting right beside me, he I feel like he was attracted to her. So he kept like looking at her. And it was almost kind of awkward. I hate when I see somebody that finds somebody else attractive and you can tell and they just like won't stop looking. <laughs> and when we got off the plane, she was in front of us and he was walking and he actually said something. He was like, oh, I love your shoes or something. And and then when we got out to like get in the cars, he got into a car with another girl and like they were kissing before they drove off. And I was like, you are raggedy <laughs> because if she would have gave him the time of day, he absolutely would have been talking to her. Um, but it was. Just... I love that my boyfriend travels all the time. Thanks for telling me. Sorry, that story. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were uh, emotional children at the beginning of this. <laughs> don't be to bring up something else. I worry about. Why don't you? <laughs> Sorry to trigger you. I apologize. People are just so trash. They really are. It was weird to see. To. Of course, you can't help it, but like seeing it and seeing how hard how much he was looking at her and how how he went out of his way to say something to her just Not to interact with her okay we're moving on um so, <laughs> so the after party formed and Kyle and Alyssa, <laughs> stupid you were ragged just ragged and jagged oh <laughs> you implied it so the after party how did how did you feel about the formation of this alliance stupid (laughs) i I wouldn't want to go to that after party me either i'm sure it is funky it just looks like funk yeah (laughs) the party was enough thank you though i wouldn't (laughs) yeah it's past my bedtime thanks though appreciate the invite after work tomorrow I heard this one's getting busted by the cops later. I'm going to skip. <laughs> and then I get in the car and call 911. Uh, I know right. it's an after party. Uh, it's an after party. It's in the hotel lobby. <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't mad at them doing this because I do, I do think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it put them in a power position, especially with Turner winning HOH right after. But it was just like funky. Like it just gave me a funk. And I was just like, "Mm, I hate everything about this. I feel like if the game is going in this direction, then it's going to be terrible. Like this is the worst case scenario for me as a viewer from my own, you know, personal thought process. Um, And I hated the way that Turner turned. Like I feel like all of this season, he really has turned on a dime to – to whatever is a, a pr- like presented to him a lot of times it makes sense but it just it just he doesn't seem to have a moral ground like every not a moral ground but like a i don't know he just kind of flows with the wind in a negative way if that makes sense um i how do you feel about the way that turner has moved through these these things in the way that he makes these decisions and his game in general at this point because it's interesting sorry i know i asked you questions questions. and i'm still talking (laughs) but like it is so interesting to me the way that both of the hohs that he has had have been commandeered basically like they've been completely taken over by something going on in the house and it makes him have to basically fall in line with it which i love because both times have been things that i want to see but he hasn't really been able to do his things and i'm like I don't know how to take but it. It's so he, weird. 
benefits from it though i think that in a sense i I don't know if he benefits from kyle leaving though well i don't think he's gonna be like the first target you know i think that like people are gonna look at him like getting kyle out as like a good thing because at the end of the day like even though he didn't like he just put him up there because other people you know wanted it or whatever like he still did it so like i think that like he'll be like okay next week you know like type of thing yeah. i don't think anyone's coming after him right now and like i think that like him working with people I, it puts a good name for him i i get what you're saying but i don't i don't <clears throat> i don't dislike him for changing and going with the flow and being moldable and i think that that's like what keeps him safe and i think like you know even i think the way that he presents things just makes a lot more sense than other people. Like even like getting Terrence to like take him down. I get it was like something to do with like Kyle and Joseph, but I do also think like conversations with Terrence and Turner like also helped, you know, yeah. get that. And so I think that Turner has this way of like knowing what to say, whether or not he believes what he says, I think he knows what to say and what is mm-hmm. going to make people happy. And he says it to make people happy and it's worked for him so far. But what opinion. is the true Turner then? Because the way know. that he was talking probably that in the one DR. that his sister was tweeting about before <laughs> the game started. That's probably the true Turner. He's just got she us did all cool. say, She did say he is very charming and manipulative. He, so well, it's possible. You know, and he is charming and manipulating his way through the house. I mean, I'm not, I get some of the things that he does is like questionable and like maybe not the best taste and you know we're kind of like why turner but as far as like a game thing like i i don't really fault him on anything i don't either yeah i think that he's playing a pretty good game and i think like being in the house being able to mold and being you know i mean going into the house he was in a really good spot he was aligned with both sides you know had kyle not blown up everything and they were able to make this like side alliance then they could have like you know, still done something, still had like the leftovers, you know, like you would have probably have to come out at that point, but like, it just wouldn't have been as messy, but he was in a good spot. He had everyone, you know, I think him going into the HOH put him in a bad spot, but that was so stupid. It was really dumb, but also like, I'm glad that he was HOH because had this happened and it been someone else, I don't know if they would have put Kyle up you know yeah. I don't know if they would have done it where like Turner seems to be you know very proactive in situations like that like true again He's willing. I don't really know his intentions if it's all game if it's for show if that's really if he truly does care because I know he likes Kyle I know he wants to work with Kyle so I don't really know and I've heard like I've read on Twitter that he's like you know kind of been thinking about like not like trying to save Kyle or something. I don't really know. I don't watch the feeds, obviously. So like, I don't really know how deep that goes, but um, some things are questionable for sure, but I don't really fault him in, in his game. And honestly, like I am glad that he won this week and I'm glad that they were able to take over his thing and, you know, ultimately get one of the people he was closest to out. For sure. I think, like I said earlier, the knowing what how this is all ending up, I'm very happy with the way everything has happened. But 
especially with the way that Turner was talking in his DRs during Direfest and how negative and nasty kind of his energy was towards Joseph and how comfortable he was turning his back on him, that didn't sit right with me. And But I also do understand that when you see yourself in a position where Joseph no longer can serve you and you can find yourself in a position with four other people, it does make sense to want to position yourself as best as you can with those and people. And you're on the so block. Moving forward. You know? Yeah, but he was block. doing this before he was on the blog. So it was like, I mean, after he was off the blog is what I mean. Oh, you didn't watch that episode? No, so, I did. Yeah. I I didn't see the, I didn't see Sunday's episode. That was, was that was a new week. I thought oh okay. I thought you said you didn't watch the veto. No, I saw the veto. I saw the I didn't I missed the first half of the veto, but I caught the second half of the episode. Oh. So don't try to check me. I heard it in your voice. You was like, mm, you ain't watched that. <laughs> Y'all, the mouth ain't mouthing because he didn't know the Tiffany thing. I had to explain it to him. Because so. that was the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode. They did that mm-hmm. veto before they did the lunchbox mm-hmm. veto. Plus two equals five. <laughs> 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 I'm hearing you tell me right now. Um, look, I don't care. Whatever. Point of the story <laughs> is he really whatever. I I think he's going with the flow. He's playing the game the best he can. I I like a manipulative player. I like someone who can change. I like someone who can flip. I like someone who can switch up the house and do something crazy. And I think he, you know, like he knew winning HOH this week would put him in a bad place because he was aligned. And he still did it because he's like, you know, fuck that. I want power, you know. That was so and like, stupid. It's so dumb. But like, that's like how I want the game to be played. I don't like when people throw shit. I want people to like play out. And if it's hard for them, oh, well, it sucks, but at least you're safe. You know, you don't have to worry. Like I want people to play the game, figure it out, but like play to win. So yeah. like, I, I appreciate it, but I also get why some people wouldn't. And for sure. And that's, I'm, I'm in, the, in the middle between that because I still do like Turner. I think he's a very interesting character this season mm-hmm. and his like, he's been very, up and down but i i am like suspicious but also like i'm happy that he makes the decisions that he does especially like a week like this and so i just don't know but i don't there's i i can't pinpoint exactly how i feel fully i'm gonna have to wait and see because i do think a lot of it could be uh performative because he's like girl y'all ain't canceling the rug shack i'm gonna kick kyle right on out because (laughs) the rug shack is gonna get this money that's like what like, I don't know. I want to believe that it's real, but I feel like he has been the forefront of standing up against everything that's bad this season. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because he's like super aware and, you know, I want to believe that it's true. And that's just like, but neither time person. he, neither time has it been on his own volition. Yeah. It's always been brought to him and he has to react to it. And exactly. so he has the opportunity to, to choose how the public is going to perceive him and how the house is going to perceive him. But yeah. we don't know how Turner really feels. And that's why, that's why I'm like, I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But as far as game, him, his personality aside, as far as game, like, I appreciate his game so far. No, I agree. I just want everyone to hear game. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure we're all on the same page. I said game. (laughs) G-A-M-E. Gummy game. (laughs) Not gummy. So Jasmine and Joseph were evicted and the after party was strong going into this next week and Taylor, Monty, Brittany and Michael were pretty much still leftover strong and they go into the next HOH competition, which Turner wins, which like I was saying, I felt was so stupid because 
he was really in a great spot where he had the the after party now, but he was still a part of the leftovers. Everybody in the leftovers was cool with him. And had he not won HOH, he would have been in a great position. But he wins HOH. Not only does he win HOH, he puts up Jasmine. Uh, why do I keep bringing her into things? He puts up Taylor. Yeah, I'm back in the game, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I had I looked at Jasmine and Joseph evicted and thinking that it, that's where I was on my notes. But he puts up Taylor and Brittany, who are part of his alliance. So he's the one that shows everybody that the, the leftovers are over now, basically, because he blames it on Joseph, saying Joseph said that you guys were in a, 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 a final three that didn't include me. And I don't want you in the house anymore because I know that you're you want me gone which I don't think is a terrible reason. I actually think it makes sense, but I just think it was so stupid for Turner to take that into his game because it was unnecessary. But like you said, the all's well that ends well, honestly. So it is what it is. It kind of made him a target for them and now they have a reason to target him. And it just kind of opened the game up. <laughs> I mean, come on, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. Bring it on, Brittany. I dare you, Brittany. <laughs> I'm sorry to all those people out there named Brittany, um, but I'm just like, <laughs> like come on, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. Um, I don't but know no- why I just thought of this, but I feel like Jasmine would really like that corn TikTok that's going around. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see her. It's corn. It's corn. <laughs> He's so precious. I love that little Chipotle one. <laughs> It was so cute. I love him. I was like, can he? I want him to be in everything corn related. Like, can we put him on? I'm never going to get corn the same. Never. I wonder if he likes popcorn too. Like, is it all things corn? Corn oil? Okay, let me relax. Cute the way it is. Like, I don't need him on everything that has corn. You got the juice. I want um, him paid. I need this little boy's college paid for. By corn. <laughs> By corn. It's corn. <laughs> He's so precious. So cute. Um, Truly, what if corn did pay for his college? It, but like, it's finna. But not like corn, like the band corn. <laughs> <laughs> with a K. With a backwards K. <laughs> Was it a backwards end? It's a backwards something in there. I'm, it used to can scare you have me a backwards too. End? Yeah. No. Yeah, you, right. You can have I'm a backwards like I think it is. about how the lines will go. <laughs> like, does it turn? Or is it like one you can one, like, definitely have a backwards yeah. end, I think. I think the O is turned around. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Wait, no, is it the R that's. I can't remember. Some, something's backwards. Maybe it is I the R. There's some oh. letter that's backwards in corn. Mm-hmm. Either the way. It's normal. Is it? I think so. I don't know. I don't listen to. I just like thought it'd be funny to say. But I remember they used to have a song that I knew, but I don't really know corn Mm -hmm. like that. It's corn. Um. Um. Let me look. So I'm looking at images. Corn the band. Corn. The band. The R is backwards. I was right. Oh okay. Wow. I'm such a fan. Like I love corn. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go to their concert on a leash. I'm gonna go see. Corn instead of Lady Gaga. What am I thinking about? Oh, that sounds <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> My ex went to see Corn when we were together, so like, I can't. That's not surprising. Um, <laughs> so 
I think that's all that I have in my notes. I haven't seen the last, I mean, the last episode where this HOH competition is played, but I did enjoy that the tiny veto competition is now a tiny we HOH competition. We didn't talk about Jasmine and Joseph getting, like, not voted out. <laughs> I said that they were voted out. Oh, did we? I did. I didn't talk about their ex interviews because I don't remember what that would happen. But I will say, Jasmine is so, so lucky cute. because not only did she get evicted, but she gets she gets evicted when there's a live audience. I was like, I feel like things just work out. But I love that like she went first because like she's the second one. Like Joseph made it further than her, so it just makes me feel better. It's true. <laughs> Maybe in the same night, but he was in the house longer. <laughs> he was. But I'm very happy Jasmine's gone. I'm not. Mm. It's interesting too because I feel like Jasmine, away from other people, has actually been like a little more lovely and funny. And like, there's a part of me that thinks that she would have been a, an okay character, like somebody to laugh at in the house, if she wasn't so nasty. See, with her voice, like I mean, the nastiness, yes, but I think the played up on like the foot and the voice and everything was just so exaggerated. But and I think I, like I think that would have been camp. Like I can understand that being camp if she wasn't an absolute dis- like. I think that there's a fine line between camp and mess, and I think that she was over the line. If she would have reeled it back, it could have been camp. If it wasn't every single time, she just had little sayings once in a while. But it was just too much. It was too thought out. It was just. It wasn't for me. I don't really work. The campiness doesn't work for me. It just gets on my nerves. But I could understand it a little bit more if she just wasn't a complete, just like, ugh. Just ugh. I'm very happy she's out of this house. I never want to hear that voice again. I hope they don't let her ask a question. I hope someone else asks Jasmine's question (laughs) for her. (laughs) Um, Um, But yeah. So yeah, this, this current week is unreal with Michael and Brittany exposing Kyle as a racist to the house and Turner putting Kyle on the block to go home and Kyle probably being the one to go home tomorrow. And that blows my mind because I never saw it coming. And it was crazy to watch the episode tonight and see Kyle be like so comfortable and talk about how Michael's, you know, going home or all the, like just, being a complete douche and now he's in a position where he is completely humiliated in front of the world his reputation is completely shot he is in the house crying he's getting broken up within the house he lost his girl he lost he he's losing everything and it's just like it's wild to watch and we've just never seen anything like this i think it's incredible that we're actually getting to see someone get called out for their racism in the house and have to deal with it in the house and have no contact with the outside world so they don't know what the perception is usually people are already out of the house and they can kind of Mm -hmm. form their own narrative or hide away for a while or whatever but he doesn't have that option and i love that like can we do this every time somebody is racist like please Um, like oh look what you made me do (laughs) (laughs) but i also and i had to oh i got you and i i'm I'm appreciating that michael's not getting away scot-free with this because the episode really did make him look kind of self-serving with giving this information out only to benefit his game and it i'm very interested to see how this house meeting goes on the episode tomorrow and all of these other things that go into it so i don't want to get too full into the conversation when it comes to all of this because ooh, there's a lot of ways we can go with this because we've literally never experienced uh this in in a big brother sense it's a lot 
and Michael and Brittany have got to be held accountable too because it's it's terrible that they are using this to their advantage but at the same time I'm very happy that they used it because I think it's necessary to get this out in the open and have these conversations but I wish that this conversation was happening because it's bad and not because they're not getting their way and that's what makes mm -hmm. it such a weird thing to navigate and such a just like a disgraceful thing to do and it's, there's a lot to unpack this season like this if any season needs a, a reunion like they really need to get these people back together in six months and have a conversation but also I really don't want to see these people again so maybe not I don't know but there's there's a lot to unpack here yeah I still need to I need to sit down and think about a little about it a little longer the whole Michael and Brittany using this now versus like earlier um because I I'm torn at the moment of whether or not of how I feel about it. No, it's 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 weird because it was something that was not like they it was offered to them. They got brought into Kyle's mess. Mm -hmm. So they had to they were in a they were in a defensive place off jump, but at first they were agreeing with him and they were they were like in agreement with the ideas that he was putting down and never pushing back on it, which is what they should have done from the jump. And so if we would have had them do anything like that, it would be a much easier conversation to have pro Britney or pro Michael. But because they didn't do it and they held on to it, it's like, oh, this is icky and like tear Didn't like they it's tell bad. him though before like so this they doesn't look good like Brittany definitely said something to him like this is they this did like, yeah so they warned him like this doesn't but look they good. it was after they were tipped off in the dr you could tell that there was some conversation given in the dr that we weren't privy to the actual conversation but the way Kyle had the same tip no, we do. We, I think they all got the same tip, but I don't think it was as clear as we may have thought it was because they they were all kind of on the same page with working together. And then they all like have this, I guess, have DRs in that same day. They all get on the page, the same page and start having these little conversations talking about the optics and using the word optics and making it feel like it's an issue when never once before did this become a thing and it all happened like in this weird cadence where it kind of felt like hey this and that's whenever that that conversation Brittany had with Kyle saying mm, I don't know about this but all being the optics and the issue there with that too is like when you talk about the optics being the issue you're still okay with it you just don't like the way it looks to other people even though that's the problem you know you're not if she would have agreed with him and been like i absolutely like get where you're coming from like yeah that could actually be an issue then i think i would be a little bit more but i don't think anyone ever agreed with him when he was spiraling having those moments i feel like everyone was just kind of looking at him and like what because i mean he did it with turner as well in the hoh about term, right? building the alliance didn't he like no about or it wasn't it may have just been it was michael just kidding it was one of those boys um it was but i just like yeah but it's like nobody like agreed with him it was like oh yeah like i totally see that everyone just kind of like looked at him at no michael 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 and, and Brittany 100 agreed with him they and were like yeah said, yeah yeah we we can i can see that like it never then, didn't they go away and then like talk about like how that like because I feel like there was like a sidebar where it's like they saying they were saying that to him, but then they were like, okay, what? Because I think that there's no, like because what we were looking for was after Kyle leaves the room, 
for Michael and Brittany to be like, does he know what he's pitching right now? Like letting us know that they're aware of it in the moment that what the conversation being had is a problem that didn't happen until like maybe a week later. And this was, things had changed so much by that time. So there had been so much time for them to have the conversation to actually show that they were aware, mm -hmm. but it didn't happen until later because this happened in week five, like two weeks ago. I'm so just like, I'm trying to like think about like what the right thing, cause like to do what you with like all kinds of, yeah. And I think that's where I'm at right now where like, I can't really say anything about how I feel about it because I don't really know what happened and like, obviously I'm not in that house, but like, I don't like people come to you. I would imagine in that house with a lot of crazy shit. Um, and I'm not saying, I'm not I'm, but I'm not justifying anything you saying, but I'm also not, I don't know what they could have done to cut it out to make without making it a big deal. They could have know? said something to him and been like, but like, I don't think it, he would have listened. People but it doesn't matter if, about, like, if they had, if they had explicitly said, Kyle, I don't know if you realize what you're pitching to us is problematic, but I yeah. don't really feel comfortable being a part of that or being connected to the idea of that. And I don't want to say any, I don't want to call you or put any labels on you, but I want you to be aware that I am uncomfortable with what you're pitching to me. And I think you should take a look at what you're saying and think about it again. Like there's a way to have that conversation without making it a big thing and letting Kyle come to the conclusion on his own. If he continues to push it, then them exposing it to the house is a completely different thing because they've already done the, a little bit of the work to try to make him aware of what's going on. But if they don't do that and then they wait until they're in a position where they, they have their backs against the wall, and then they bring it out. That's a completely different thing because they wield it as a weapon when it should have been something that was brought up a long time ago. And the thing that makes it worse is this whole episode, Michael admits that this is a game move for him. Like this is something he's doing to better himself in the house. And it's it was all of the information that I needed to feel negatively about Michael because he's very aware. And he's also aware that he's gonna have to deal with the repercussions of it, but he's also aware that it's, it's a bad look and it's a, it was a, in bad taste to bring it up the way he did when he did to use it to benefit only him well not only him because it benefits taylor and monty as well but it's it's just such a messy thing to do at this point even though the outcome is very beneficial for a lot of us but emotionally especially for the black viewers it's like what we have to go through like it's traumatic to live through this stuff and have to deal with this stuff when we just want to enjoy the show that's all we want so it's like it's just so many layers to this and why people don't have to deal with that like it's not something that is as deep and ingrained in their experience and watching it on the television isn't going to affect them the way it's going to affect black people and people of color that are dealing with racism on the daily and all this so it's like it just it just becomes so exhausting but i do agree with you that it's hard to it's hard to not give people grace in moments that are difficult especially when they're brought into a situation that they are not really doing themselves mm -hmm. but it also makes us have to look at people that call themselves allies and see the way that they navigate in spaces where they can truly be allies and how they how they utilize their voices and utilize what they can do to to help 
the situation and a lot of times might make the wrong decisions and how what does that mean for that person and it's it's a very nuanced thing and it's it's a lot but i i do understand not really knowing how to feel because i'm still a little conflicted on it but i do know tonight's episode made me very negative about michael because he was extremely aware of what it looked like and what it was so yeah people said that like, it's a lot the i was reading on twitter or whatever said that like the edit definitely made michael look just as bad yeah it, <laughs> i haven't it, seen it you know it didn't make him look bad action wise like kyle definitely looks worse even though it can they can make kyle look even worse because it was it was bad but it definitely didn't exonerate Michael from the situation. Like it kind of did in the first edit, that edit you probably are talking about when Brittany had that conversation with Kyle, when Michael was the one that uh, was in the DR kind of saying that he didn't want anything to do with that. And it kind of made him look like he wasn't a part of it, even though he was a part of it. So this is kind of giving the real energy that Michael should be placed with because he absolutely knew and absolutely was a part of it just and now he's using it for his own benefit all of it is just so just it's a lie but there's a part of me like this is a television show and this is a lot of things that america deals with and it's great that we're getting to see this conversation and get to see this play out because there's probably a lot of white people and other non-black people or non-people of color non-minorities that can benefit from these conversations and these experiences because people probably will be in this kind of situation where they're gonna have to know how to navigate and learn and figure out things so but i also hate because the reality of it is there are black people in that house that are having to deal with the repercussions of kyle's actions and the thoughts and especially like monty listening to him talk about it yesterday really broke my heart because mm -hmm. but also in and part of it inspired me because I appreciate that Monty wants to be himself. And I know that there's a lot of people that have judged him for being Puerto Rican and have like given him flack for that. But I appreciate that he is embracing his whole self in that aspect and is comfortable sharing all of that, but also having to deal with the fact that he's a black man and that people can look at you a certain way and not want to work with you or they're always being a thing and he has to deal with that and it always ends up being him left to deal with it and have to lose friends because of their actions and it, it's always a thing and he was talking about how his little brother the hardest thing is going to be having to explain to his little brother why he would even have kyle in his life anymore after mm -hmm. doing something like that and that really stuck with me because it's just like it's it's tough it's hard to to figure out how to navigate through these situations as a person as an ally as a black person that doesn't want to stand for anything anti-black anything racist like how do you navigate and how do you have these friendships and how do you give grace to people when do people deserve grace when is it okay to to help people through you know problematic things they have going on in their life do you cut people out you know twitter is quick to want to cut somebody off but there's, you know, in real life, it's always not that simple, even though for some people it is, but I know for others, they want to be that, that sounding board of help and like a shoulder. So it's, it, there's so many roads and avenues you can go down to figure out how to deal with these situations and how to move forward and how to be progressive and like, oh, life is a lot but there's a beauty in it when you get to watch these things and learn and have these kind of conversations and i don't know it's 
it's a lot to pro I feel like I say it's a lot, a lot, but it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's a lot, but I'm happy and hopeful that Kyle is leaving tomorrow. And I definitely want to have even deeper conversations around all of these topics. So like I said, if anybody's interested in joining those conversations, please feel free to reach out to us um, because it's just, it's difficult to be in a position to have to deal with these things and have to know where you stand and be a good person. I think at the end of the day, we all do want to be good people um, and want to be respectful to people and to live our lives in a way where we're not demeaning others or making people feel less than who they are. And there's so many reasons why we might not be equipped for that. But I think it's important to to have these tough conversations. And I do think race is important too at times, but not everybody deserves that. I don't know. It's, ooh, ooh, Zachary, ooh, 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 ooh. But this kind of is why I love Big Brother because you don't get this anywhere else. Like mm -hmm. you you just don't get this depth of, of true conflict and it's not always fighting, arguing conflict. Like these are emotional man versus man, man, like man versus himself conflicts where you really are seeing it from so many angles and it's hard to synthesize. It's, wow. I'm kind of, I, I really have been in awe of watching this because I just never thought we would be in a space to, to see all of this play out and as tough as it is, I do think that there is a silver lining in a sense. But as long as Taylor Hale is good, I'm good. I'm happy she's hopefully making it through this week. And Terrence can choke <laughs> because he's so raggedy. Well, I think that's all that I have. Is there anything that you want to add or anything I missed? That I can think of. Well, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. Thanks for bearing with us through this weird release schedule, through all this craziness going on in our lives. And this crazy season, like everything is just kind of up in the air and we're just doing the best that we can and making it happen. But I've actually, I've kind of enjoyed these random conversations because even though there's structure in a sense, we've really just been flowing and I like flowing with you. Like it, it, it always kind of works when we, <laughs> it always just kind of works. And, and I like that. So thank y'all for tuning in. If you enjoy what you hear, please like, and subscribe and tell your big brother friends about what we got going on here. Um, you can catch BB 24 on CBS every Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And you can check in on what's going on anytime on the live feeds on Paramount plus. Well, y'all, I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope you stay good people. Hope you do your best. Keep smiles on your face. Watch and... out for them doodle bugs. <laughs> Watch out for them. Er, what are we? Immersional jitterbugs. Immersional jitterbugs. Watch girl. out for them. They're going to get you. Well, <laughs> y'all have a beautiful weekend. And we'll holla at y'all hopefully soon. Who knows what's coming up, but... Uh, We're doing our best. <laughs> um, well, Monday's a holiday, so there will not be another one on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
you're raggedy. We'll figure it out. Maybe the next episode will be that conversation if we get people that are interested. It would be fun if we could do like a, you know how like on Instagram Live, people can just like call in and join. And like, it'd be cool if we could do that. I mean, I don't know how we would ever set that up, but like that would be like fun. I wonder what the audio of like, of like a Twitter spaces is when you record it. Oh, it probably if won't we, be good, but like better than nothing. Dude, we could do it <laughs> that way. And I feel like that, that would maybe. be more fun. Talk to more people, give more people, you know, versus like having the schedule set up, you know, making sure Very they true. set up. Like it'd be more fun to just like make it more conversational versus like we're recording this, you know, even though we would record it. But like, you know what I'm saying? Make it Absolutely. more of a space to talk about it versus like a, a production. Yeah. Not that our podcast is a really great production, but like it's good <laughs> enough, you know. We listen. We I be producing can. this episode. These episodes <laughs> don't come. Don't try it. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> Y'all have no, a beautiful people. evening. Wow. <laughs> you're lucky. That's what you get for look. That's what you get for not watching Greece. I still did the episode, so I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet over here. <laughs> I was gonna say you lucky we across the country. <laughs> I can I listen. I can argue. You can, but it's like really hard to argue with me. I feel like I don't I'm know really that. good at it. I'm pretty good at it. You know, sometimes you put some delusion in the bunch, and once delusion's there, it's hard to battle. But <laughs> but it wins. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I guess as long as I go out feeling like I won, I don't care what I said. <laughs> bless you the point of the story is i think it'd just be more fun if it was like conversational like you know like i don't know i just think that'd be cool but it could be cool maybe we'll we'll try that we've never done anything like that so whatever maybe just go on twitter spaces one night i've never i've never been in a space on twitter so really yeah i'll think about it we maybe we'll try that um and see what we can make shake uh if that'll work some kind of way could be interesting um but yeah all right y'all well we'll tweet about things and (laughs) figure things out uh we're just rolling with the punches you know trying to do the best we can with life and we hope that you are too and we love you and we'll talk to you later holla at you bye julie girl julie 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 Julie.